hey guys, you know what I love most? And what I think other girls love most too is when my guy comes at the same time that I do. But that rarely happens and that's because there's an orgasm gap. Women take just a little bit longer to come than guys. But there is a solution and that is Promescence Delay Spray. I know that some of you guys are thinking like, oh, delay spray, I don't have PE. Well, Promescence Delay Spray is not just for guys with PE. It is for any guy who wants to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about it. It's not gonna totally numb you out and it's not gonna transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I personally recommend their warming gel. They also sell lube and condoms and supplements that are gonna make you hornier. They have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent for Valentine's Day. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon for 15% off your whole order. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon. Go there now for 15% off or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you have, if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everyone's voices. People change their names. You could email me from a phony number. I don't really care who you are, really, honestly. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have a true naughty story that you want to call in and talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. On my website, there's links to everything, including my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You could go there, subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because I get to talk to people. That's the place where people could comment and then I could comment back. It's totally fair. And I love commenting about the episodes. You could comment now on Spotify. People are able to comment on the episodes, which is super fun. I love hearing from my listeners. If you love my show and you listen, make sure to subscribe on any podcast app that you're on. And if you're on Spotify or iTunes, give me a five-star review. That kind of shit really helps the show. Now, if you just have a naughty confession that you want to leave on my confessions hotline, you could do that. And if you do that your confession could wind up on an episode. All of the confessions remain anonymous. I change everyone's voices. If you leave your real name on there, I take it out. If you say a phone number, that's taken out too. Don't worry about it. But I do now every Thursday air a naughty confessions episode where I air the confession and then I give my critique. That's what this episode is. It's a naughty confessions episode. If you want to take part in that, call my confessions hotline. Make sure you talk slowly, clearly. Don't call from a headset. Just put the phone to your ear old school style and call that way. That's probably the best way to get a good connection so I can actually hear what you're saying. You get four minutes to leave a message. If you want to talk some more, just call back. I edit them together. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347 420 You could call that number 24 seven. Those confessions are also aired on my Patreon. Now my Patreon is a really great place to go and join and take part in my Discord community going on over there. Besides getting to be a part of my Discord community, there's over 2,000 people on there and everyone's getting super naughty. You get access to that on my Patreon. You also see anonymous pics of all of my guests, like every single female guest that's been on my show. You could see, you could put a body to the... <laughs> To the episode, it's the, all those pictures are over my Patreon. You get early and ad-free episodes. You get Q&As. And like I said, you get access to my Discord channel where people are getting super naughty and having fun. There's over 2,000 people already signed up there. So sign up now. It's only $5 a month and you could cancel at any time. 
It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now, if Patreon did something stupid recently and offered like some sort of membership tier that's free, there's nothing free on Patreon. What's free on my show is all of my podcast episodes. Every podcast episode I make is for free. But if you go over to pay- Patreon, you are going to be paying the lowest tier is $5, but you get a lot for your five bucks. You get access to everything that I've ever posted. I've been doing my Patreon for years. So, you know, you don't just get what I posted this week. You get all of the back content. So there's so much stuff over there that you could get access to. So today I have an Amber. Amber does not disappoint. Her story is super interesting, especially because of how her open relationship with her husband now started. I mean, they were open from the get-go. She kind of found out he was involved in the lifestyle before they got married, like right in the beginning when they were first dating. That story of how she found out is super interesting. And he came clean to her. He had been hooking up with couples and stuff as a single guy before they met. And uh, he started telling her about what he did. And then she decided to hop on board. And so they have been hooking up with couples and doing all kinds of things from the get-go. They went in very different than most couples, like zero rules, okay? (laughs) And it has worked for them. I mean, she really only has one horror story Uh, that happened and it happened recently and this is like after 15 years of being in a lifestyle in the beginning they just did hookups with couples for the first uh, couple of years she eventually realized she was into women that happened during those first couple of hookups with other couples and she's very into women now they were always doing full swaps there was never any kind of jealousy there was a short time where they broke up and she became a unicorn and she got to town okay they were only broken up for a short time and she was with a lot of couples <laughs> as a unicorn but then they got back together uh and recently they decided to really get involved in the lifestyle they created a fuck it list the both of them she read what was on their fuck it list all the things that were on there they have checked off <laughs> and then she told me about all those experiences the thing that kicks off them really really getting heavily back in the lifestyle is like a foursome, okay, with one of her vanilla friends who she thought was vanilla and another girlfriend of hers, okay, it was like her husband with her and two other women and they had a big FFFM foursome that she said was like the best thing, her husband's best night ever, she goes into detail about that experience and then they started to going to like swingers house parties and having orgies when they were there and she talks all about that she didn't know she would like orgies at first but she turns out she does they decided to go to lifestyle resorts and when they go to a lifestyle resort I mean they went once and she says that they hooked up with a couple every single night they met someone every night a couple that they were down for she talks about that experience they have plans to go back They also decided to do some solo play. They met a couple recently and they did full swap with them and then did solo room stuff and then decided to do solo play like from a distance. And that is the story that went wrong. But it's not because they had any kind of issues with it. They don't have any jealousy. They've had no problems being open. Like I said, they went in from the get-go open. Zero rules. They're super down for everything and everything they try and do, they enjoy. And they've never had issues between them. It was much more of a issue with the other couple. And she talks a lot about that. We end discussing why they've been so successful and what the key has been for their marriage. I mean, they're married 15 years, I think she says, and they're still together, happier than ever, living their best life. Most people don't know about her life, except a friend recently found out and she's like kind of guiding her in her journey. But most people, this is like a very DL lifestyle for her. So she was very excited to come on and share. She's super hot. She sent me in pictures. So you're going to want to see those pictures. They're over on my Patreon. Uh, But you're going to love her story. It's super interesting. So I'm going to be right back on with Amber. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, Hi, Amber. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks, Kathy. So listen, Amber, I like your name. Sounds kind of slutty. You are <laughs> you are in the lifestyle. You went from vanilla to being in the lifestyle and you've had all kinds of things happen. Good things, bad things. I love that kind of a story because it's very real life, right? I know you said that your origin story is really interesting. What is your origin story? So when I met my now husband back back in what, 2009, mm-hmm. We were dating. We met online. Typical monogamous 
website. I think it was plenty of fish back then. We didn't have all those swiping deals like people have now. We met online, went out to a bar, had a really good time. And about a month later, we had been hanging out regularly and seeing each other. He calls me one morning and he's like, are you, are you sitting down? And I said, yeah. And I was like, oh God, here we go. And I really liked this guy. I was like, this, I am having so much fun. He said, well, I got to tell you something. I am on a website and I was caught, quote unquote, found out by someone that you know. And so pretty much he was on adult friend finder (laughs) and he had been in the lifestyle prior to meeting me Uh and as a single guy and he kind of, he had just recently moved. So he was looking to meet people and figure out kind of what he's looking for. And pretty much, I guess a girl that I knew had seen his photo. I must've been like, Hey, here's the guy I'm dating. She's kind of an acquaintance of mine, Mm -hmm. seen his photo and then kind of matched it up to his profile on adult friend finder and called him out, sent him a message and was like, Hey, I know you're dating my friend. You need to tell her what you're doing. This is wrong. Made this big deal. And meanwhile, we're dating for a month. (laughs) He didn't owe me anything, but he's like, I don't care. I'm not hiding anything. So he pretty much came, called me and told me all about it. And at that point, that is when I discovered this alternative lifestyle that I had no clue even existed. Because he turned you on to it because you started asking questions about what he does on Adult Friend Finder. Is that how it started? Yeah. And then he shared with me like some of the experiences he's had in the past and with couples and just, you know, we we ended up meeting and, and hanging out that night or a few days later. And so he's like, all right, sit down, let's talk all about it. And just gave me the the lowdown of what this whole alternative lifestyle was about. Question though, did you ever ask him, like, was he ever going to plan? Was he planning on telling you about being in the lifestyle or was that something he typically kept on the DL from women that he dated? I never asked him. I never asked him whether or not he planned on ever telling you. (laughs) Yeah. I never asked him that. And I don't know whether or not it was like a make or break for him. Like if, if I wasn't interested, would would we have, would he have ended up in a monogamous marriage if that was going to be okay for him? Well, probably not. I mean, he was still on that website doing something that your friend found him there. I just think that friend did you guys both a very huge favor (laughs) because look at how it turned out. I mean, if she had not told you, because you never asked him that question, like maybe he would have never told you. Maybe he would have been like a lot of my callers doing that shit behind your back because he thought you were so super vanilla. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But so the good news is she kind of, I think that's cool of her. That's like girl code. If you would have found out that she had seen it years later, never told you, you would have been pissed. So I think it was a good thing that she got him to tell you and be honest because it really opened up the conversation. So now did you get into the lifestyle then right from the get go with him? Yeah. You did? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. And now before meeting him, you're totally vanilla, right? So this is all new to you. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I was probably a a typical 20-something-year-old, single, dating, had a few one-night stands, but like nothing. I mean, I didn't even know any of this even existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now let me ask you this. When he's telling you all the stuff that he's into and explaining the lifestyle, are you open to doing it because you start to get horny hearing about the stuff? Or are you open to doing it because you just really like this guy and you'd want to do it for him? Which was it at that point? So I think maybe a little bit of both. Okay. I think I was intrigued honest. of what is this? And then I also think, man, I, I really like this guy and I don't, I don't want to walk away. I'm not ready yeah. to walk away. Mm-hmm. I'm a girl. I understand. <laughs> That's how he rolled. And I really respected the fact that he told me and was just like laid it all out and was honest. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I can get behind this. Let's, I'm, I'm interested. Let's talk more. Yeah. You know, I want to hear more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So you're curious. So, so then yep. what do you guys start to discuss? What becomes on the table, off the table? So he, this is his idea was like, okay, why don't we go to this nude beach? So we lived near a a pretty popular nude beach. Mm -hmm. Let's just kind of see how comfortable you are and 
So at first I, I remember going there the very first time and being like, sat down with my full bathing suit on and okay, not, I mean, a, a bikini, but I was not whipping it off. And by an, within maybe an hour later, I was like, okay, I'll take it off. And was by the end of the day was like super comfortable and was like, okay, I, this is, I, I can get behind this. That was a lot of fun. That was totally out of my comfort zone. It was different, but it was definitely a turn on. Yeah. And it got me thinking, okay, what's next? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the, the first thing was like the nude beach. Yeah. Okay. Now he had hooked up with couples and he had experienced a lot. What were you thinking that you were going to be into doing at this point? Did you even know? No, okay. I didn't. I yeah. mean, I really took it like case by case, situation by situation. But now that we've been in it for so long and, and meeting other newer couples and hearing like how they got into it and they mm -hmm. have rules and soft swap. I don't remember ever talking about that. It was basically once we had some of these initial conversations within probably a, a few weeks, we had a profile, we were meeting couples, we were full swapping. Wow. Off the bat. Valentine's Day is fast approaching. So whether you're partnered up or single or married for a long time, why not learn something new you can use in the bedroom and surprise your partner with the best oral sex they've ever had. And you want to know where you're going to find out how to give the best oral sex? On Beducated.com. Beducated is like the Netflix of sex education. They have over a hundred courses to choose from. They literally have something for everyone. They have courses on anal sex and pegging and erotic massage and oral sex courses for both men and women. And let me tell you the best thing about Beducated. You learn from videos that feature real live people giving head so you could see exactly how it's done. So want to give your partner great head this Valentine's Day? Then go get Beducated. Sign up for Beducated right now by clicking on the link in the description and using my code anonymous to get 50% off your yearly pass. Plus, you're going to get to try all the Beducated courses for free for one full day. That's 24 hours of free access. Just go to the description, click on the link and use my code anonymous to get 50% off your yearly pass plus 24 hours of free access. They also have a 14 day money back guarantee. So you literally have nothing to lose. Just go to the description, click on the link and use my code anonymous. Wow. <laughs> you just dove right in. And here yeah. you are 15 years later. So we, we know that it works, which is interesting, right? But let's go back to that first time. Now you're a couple looking to meet other couples. Now, do you want to hook up with the woman? Do you just want to hook up with the guy? I know that you said you didn't really think about it, but did you know what you were like into doing? Not at first, but it didn't take me long. It was pretty much the very first couple that we met. And thankfully we met one of the most amazing couples that were awesome about it being my first experience. Mm -hmm. Very, it was, they were very, they had been in the lifestyle for a long time together, but they were awesome. They were slow. They were, they talked us through it and I felt super comfortable with them. And it wasn't, it was pretty much with that experience that I realized that I was, I'm like 100% bisexual and was like, loved the girl aspect of it. And that's something I never had even in my college years and right. <laughs> no girl crushes. <laughs> no, no, even so th thought to yourself, like privately that you might be down for something like that. No. Which is crazy because I love it now. Yeah, yeah, that's so interesting. So walk me through that first couple. I mean, you realize when you're there that you're into her, right? Is that what happens? No, it, it wasn't. It was probably after the first experience. It mm -hmm. was more like a true swap um, with with the guy. But we we did a little bit of light touching and stuff like that. And it, but it wasn't probably till and we gosh we played with them for for a long time. I mean, several, several times that we all got together, but it wasn't probably till a, a few times later where it was like her and I mm -hmm. would have our own time. And obviously the guys are there. We always did same room, but yeah, it was probably within a, within a month or two that it was more as like, okay, I like this. And I was comfortable at first. I was like, I was so scared to go down on a girl. <laughs> 
Right. I'm like, ew. <laughs> How was it the first time? It was a little, yeah, like a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but, but hot. And then, and then I was like, yeah, okay. I like this. But what about that first time when you're with them before you hook up with the female, like that first time you're, you're having sex in a room with another couple. Do you do a full swap that first time? What happens that first experience? Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a hundred percent full swap. I mean, like I said, we didn't even talk about soft swap. Right. We were just like, okay, this is what you do. Yeah. And so that's, that's what we did. We didn't have rules. We didn't talk about rules. We didn't know we needed to talk about rules. There was like no, no kissing or anything like that. You weren't afraid. Now, as a woman, that's definitely very vanilla. This is a guy you just met. You're so into him. Or are you afraid that you would be jealous if you saw him with another woman? I mean, did you have any of that, that those feelings going down on? I, I wasn't. And I think I've always felt like the whole jealousy thing comes with uh, not being honest. I feel like when I'm there, I, I was never jealous. I mean, we were dating. We were like, it was so new. I mean, he could have been like, okay, I'm, I don't, I don't want to be with you anymore. He could have been like that with a, someone in the lifestyle or somebody not in the lifestyle. So I, I never, I never thought about he's going to leave me for this person or, mm-hmm. Because you're like doing it together. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So was it hot seeing him with another woman? Did you enjoy fucking in front of another couple? I don't, I don't remember feeling like that compersion at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I love it now. Like it's something I really enjoy now is seeing him. But I don't remember feeling that way back then. It was more about me and the guy that I'm with separately from like him and her and just having that that new experience the flirting but I I wasn't I didn't turn me on to in, see him in the beginning else. okay does no, it turn you beginning. on now totally a hundred percent interesting yeah mm-hmm. yep and so how quickly or slowly did that change do you remember it was a while I mean I don't recall ever really being turned on by watching him until recently oh interesting and that's is like so many years later yeah yeah yeah. but now and we'll get to now now eventually but we're going to go chronologically so we're you're still with that first couple the more you feel comfortable with them the more you realize oh you want to try girl on girl action yep and that's good for you yeah oh I, i loved it i i loved it now did you start playing solo ever or were you guys always playing with couples We always played with couples. Um, We always played together. We did during that first few years, meeting couples, going out, meet and greets and dates and things like that. We did end up having like maybe a few threesomes Mm -hmm. with single girls. One in particular that it was actually his hairdresser. No Um, way. (laughs) Yeah. Did she, I guess he tell your your hairdresser everything. I mean, how did he, how did it wind up that his hairdresser winds up as your unicorn? (laughs) Well, I guess he he was just getting a haircut one day and started telling her about me. And I don't know, he must have got the vibe from her that she would be down for it. And he's he's pretty blunt. Mm -hmm. He's not like a person that's ever shy to say what he's thinking or feeling. And he just flat out asked her, he's, hey, would you be up for like hanging out with us? And Amber's into girls. And she was like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, my God. How was that experience? It was great. We had a couple experiences with her. I would say maybe three or four. And then um, she was kind of a man hater. She had been hurt. (laughs) Yeah. She'd been hurt in a past relationship. And she started reaching out directly to me and saying, hey, let's hang out like outside of him. Mm -hmm. And and I was fine with it. I was like, okay, like girls night, whatever. I'm, I'm down for that. And it turned out that she was really just like looking to pull me away. Oh, like you don't need a guy. You don't need a man. Oh God, yeah. You don't, like, and you don't need no. the drama. <laughs> you don't need yeah, the drama. I'm like I'm good. <laughs> Wait, so isn't there a time that you actually break up and then you become a unicorn? Speaking of unicorn, yeah. When does that yeah. happen? So a few years later, we ended up breaking up. He had an opportunity that was going to pull him out of state, and ideally, we were like 
I was thinking of relocating with him and it just didn't work out. So we were long distance for a little bit and just, it was just like at a, that crucial point of, are, is this, are we going to make this work long distance? It was, it was kind of a mess. We had decided to, to split off. And so we had the, the couple's account on the lifestyle website. So I just flipped that to a single female mm-hmm. and I thought, you know what, I'm really not looking to like date a guy, try to go back out in the dating world. So let me try this. Yeah. And I did. And so I basically was a, a single female and had, I don't know, maybe three or four experiences. It wasn't that long. I think we were only broken up for three months. Oh my God. And you but, had that many experiences? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at how, look at how much action a unicorn can get in that short of a time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was, I could have probably gone out every single night. Yeah. Oh and, my God. That's so funny. But, and so what kind of couples did you hook up with and how were those experiences for you? Some of them were actually couples that him and I had met, uh-huh. whether at like bars or events or things. And so people I felt comfortable with, some of them were, were newer couples that I just met on the site. We just go out to a bar in most cases, go back to their place and have threesome most of the women were bisexual, so it worked out. I was into that. And yeah, that was it. Just go off to my job the next day and go back to my day-to-day life. And you're just, like a in a conservative, I think you mentioned that, like you're, you work in a very conservative, uh, what would you say, uh, profession. And uh, nobody knows about what you do, right? Any of your girlfriends? No one? One, mm-hmm. which she comes into play later. Oh, okay. We'll get to her. Okay. So let's go. So now how do you, how long are you guys apart for? We're, I mean, maybe three months. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So what happens? You wind up moving? Yeah. He's like, just move here. I'm just, this is enough. Enough is enough. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be apart. How old was he, by the way? You're in your twenties. How old was he at the time? Well, actually we were, when I met him, we were 30. Oh, okay. So we were both, we're both the same age. And so we're like, what, 30 233 at this point. Okay, perfect. So you move to where he is. You relocate. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And yeah, so we, it's, it's hard when you move because you have to kind of build up a network and figure out like the new city and what events or things that they have going on in the lifestyle. Yeah. And a mm-hmm. lot of times it's like a brand new website because some of them are popular in some areas. And so it was kind of reestablishing ourselves in that lifestyle. We just got right back into it, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely a lot slower and I would say harder to meet like some quality couples and in your new location, you mean? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. But did you, are you still there now? Yes. Okay. But eventually you, something happens because I know you have so many more experiences to talk about. So (laughs) you, you have trouble sort of getting involved when you guys are there, but eventually do you like start branching out and doing like parties and stuff like that? Is that when that happens? Well, no, because it, we, we just couldn't find our groove. Like we just couldn't find like the core group of people. We couldn't find the party scene. It was, it was kind of slow and it was probably just too with our jobs and in life and things. So we met some couples. I mean, we had some experiences, maybe five or six over two years. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't really what we were used to. It was pretty, pretty slow during that time. And then we ended up, we got married. So it was within that time frame. we got married and just life got in the way and I got pregnant. So it was a longer break than we intended, obviously. Yeah. So fast forward to after my child was born, we ended up kind of hanging out with some of those other couples that we had met years ago, but it was pretty, pretty boring. It wasn't really anything. It wasn't till probably a year ago that we kicked life back into gear. And how did you do that? What was the key to getting more action? Because you didn't move, right? You said you're like still in that same lame area, but somehow like how'd you kick <laughs> into action? Yeah, we just literally, we made it a priority. And, yeah, and yeah. I'll, you know, when you actually go and really look for stuff, um, you can find it. It's out there. People, they're out there. So fast forward to probably about 18 months ago, we finally said, 
actually my husband came and said, Hey, like we got to put our marriage first and we've, we've always enjoyed this. And, and I was actually listening to some podcasts and I don't remember which podcast it was, but one of the hosts said they came up with a fuck it list. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, listen, why don't we do this? Let's create our fuck it list. I'll create one. You create one. And let's start crossing some of those things off of our list. And so it was literally, I don't know what happened, but lit a fire under both of us. And we had those made our lists and shared those lists. And just the last 18 months have just been checking it off. Well, why don't you tell me what was on the list first and then go, you could go into like the specific stories. Cause I know that you've done a lot more than you used to do in the past, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we had always wanted to go to a lifestyle resort, the all-inclusive lifestyle resorts, but we really never knew anything about them. Or So we said, okay, that was one thing we wanted to do. And then just like, we wanted to maybe find like a, a girl for a threesome, go on lifestyle vacation. My husband wanted to have sex with somebody like in a room and have me kind of walk in. <laughs> oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Like a cheating, like a cheating fantasy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess, or like a getting caught yeah, type yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's cheating. <laughs> um, yeah, and then not having sex in the same room. So we'd never done a Solo. separate room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never done separate room. So, and then my my husband also loves like anything with the butt, and I don't I don't love anal butt yeah. play mm-hmm. anything really. So he wants to do that. That's on there. He wants to try to make me squirt, which I've not also been able to do. Oh, join the club. That's me too. <laughs> I have a good, I have a Susan Bratton coming on. Her episode is going to air very soon talking all about how to fucking squirt. So anyway, go on. Yeah. So going to like a swingers club, like out of state, cause yeah. the, we, where we live is they're, they're not worth, there's nothing here. And the, or like hotel takeovers. I wanted to get body painted and go out and be in a party or be at a public thing with just body paint. We wanted to meet a couple or have fun on, on, on a boat, on mm-hmm. our boat. You got very specific. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's smart. I think that's what it takes sometimes. Yeah. A threesome with a guy. Cause we've also never done that. Oh, interesting. Okay. Never, Cause yeah. you're always with couples couples yeah or the single female which my husband is is straight 100% straight so it would just be for me we've had some play where like the, the girl is like oh I need to go to the restroom and she's gone for 10 minutes but like a legitimate threesome with a guy yeah yeah okay cool so that's pretty much it so let's go through like the history of the past 18 months like what did you guys try first and what went down because it sounds like now you're really getting into the lifestyle I mean, it sounds like you guys were super open before, but now you're really going to on vacations to parties to hotel takeovers. I know you wind up in orgies and all kinds of things. So what did you check off first? So actually, the the story about my my vanilla friend. Oh, yeah. Is, comes into play first. <laughs> OK, <laughs> so um, she does not live in my state. She lives um, where we used to live. And randomly we were traveling back there just to visit and it was just a long weekend and so I said to her hey let's let's do something let's figure it out we're in town and so she says okay and so she's she's I would say at this point like I knew she was a little wild but like I had no idea and she had also no idea about my past oh how interesting and you guys were friends for a long time yeah Uh yeah we've been friends for several years so we, she, like, she, we're always saying kind of like sexual things to one another and, but totally joking. And so she creates this group text between her, myself, my husband, and a, another friend that was going to hang out with us. And girl or guy? It was a, a girl. Okay. So there's, so it was going to be three girls and, and my husband going to this event. Mm-hmm. And we were going to take one of those little commuter trains and, go in the city and go to this event and just whatever, have a, have a good time. And so she calls it like the gang bang train or something. She like creates a title for the text. And so, and it's all a joke and she's, she's, 
single. So she was saying like, oh, I need to get some dick. And and then she says, oh, sorry, I forgot you were on this text chain, my husband. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He's like jokingly like, oh, I can help you with that. So and again, she doesn't know my lifestyle. So I'm like, it's all a joke. Yeah. And you're not going to a lifestyle event like this event that you're going no. to is like a vanilla event. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. OK, cool. So we go, we get there, we're drinking, we're having a good time. We are taking the train back home and we get back into our car and it was like it was like eight o'clock at night. So it's like an all day event. And we're like, yeah, you guys want to go get some dinner. And we're just in the car talking. And then she says, yeah, we could go pick up something and just go back to my place and fuck. Wow. And no kidding. My jaw <laughs> about hit the floor in the car. I can I was imagine. Like, and I look back and she's dead serious. Now is your friend hot? Can you paint a little bit of a picture here? Yeah. So before this happens, my husband was like, oh, my God, I want to fuck her so bad. <laughs> and you guys could talk to each other like that because you guys roll like that, right? Like, that's totally yeah. cool for your guy to tell you. I I think that's yeah. so – how refreshing to be in a relationship like that where you don't have to fucking care about shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, yo, it's never going to happen. Get over it. Like it's, she's, it's never going to happen because okay. I'm thinking there's no way that this like, nice <laughs> – respectable person's going to have sex with her best friend's husband. Right. But you think she's hot too? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. She's, she's beautiful. Okay. So <laughs> I look back at her in the car and I'm going, and I just gave her this look like, are you fucking serious? And she goes, she looks at me. She goes, don't make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> I like and your I was friend. Like, she knows how to cut to the chase. <laughs> She's, she's awesome. Yeah. She is just an awesome human. But so I was like, kind of, okay. Also, you still don't know my lifestyle, but you're, you've assumed enough to where you think this is okay, which it totally is. So I was like, yep, let's just do that. <laughs> so we literally picked up a pizza. We went back to her apartment and her, her uh, son wasn't there. So it was just, it was an empty place. And it was literally the most spontaneous one of the craziest nights that we have ever had as a couple and he fucked all three of us right because there's another woman there right this other friend is just like on board did you ever find out afterwards if like this her and that other girl had hooked up before or was this something that she proposed to everybody as a new thing well actually i found out after the fact that she had also had threesomes with this girl and her boyfriend oh okay so she had this girl was in the no kind of yeah okay cool yeah. so you go back now was the other girl hot too yes like <laughs> i mean won the jackpot on that one scale of one to ten people like to paint when i say paint a picture like do they have hot bodies are they your type i mean what is your type when it comes to women yes they're they're both i mean i i, I would say they're both tens yeah different body types but so my friend is really into fitness her body is very like tight muscular and her friend is one of those just unnatural doesn't have to ever work out just yeah. like curvy a little bit like softer but but just thin in her midsection big boobs we all had fake boobs so there's lots of big tits all, all around for, <laughs> yeah. her ass was perfect yeah not just gorgeous and by now we're all early forties. So yeah. babies and kids and whatever, but yeah, be beautiful bodies. So, okay. So now, yeah. so you go back to the house. I mean, your guy is there now with three women. <laughs> so, and how, so you just said it, it just happened very naturally. Who made the first move? Yeah. So we, we were, we were hungry because mm -hmm. we had really eaten all day. We were drinking. And so we like, all stood around the table, probably ate one piece of pizza. And I I don't remember because I've been drinking so much. I got exactly how it started. But my husband and my friend, they started like kissing and, and making out. And, and then me and the other girl just started kissing and touching. And we ended up kind of moving to the living room where her and I are going at it and then he's going at it with my friend and next thing you know 
he's like bending her over and like it's it's on it's full on so at one point I do remember he came over took a break from her he came over and then he just started fucking the other girl while she was like eating me out so I do remember that we took a couple breaks so I think it was he was getting pretty tired (laughs) so we took a couple breaks and just like got water and but then we'd go right back into I remember one time I was in the kitchen at this point and he's I think I was like, yeah, you need to fuck me now. Cause I don't think he had done that yet. Yeah. He starts fucking me, but he's just like reaching over and fingering my friend and like the toys came out. So everyone's got playing with toys. And, and you're with the like, both girls too, right? Like you're hooking up with them as well. Yeah. I was definitely hu- hooking up with the other girl more than my friend. Mm-hmm. But I do remember there was definitely a lot of the four of us all together. Yeah. I mean, so, how how fun was that for your guy? <laughs> was he like, oh, my God, that was the best night ever? I think that was the best night of his life. <laughs> I literally think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, and he fucked all of them. I mean, there's no rules. Yeah. Everything's everything's down. Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone he, give he, him he... anal since you don't? <laughs> no. Okay. No. I don't think so. I don't remember, but my, my friend actually, so I'm, I definitely like sex a little more sensual. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, don't, I don't need to be pounded, Yeah. but my friend like wants to be freaking pounded. And so I just remember her like harder, harder, harder. And the next day he was like, my, his hips were sore <laughs> from just pounding oh God, so her. <laughs> I think I'm bruised. Oh my God. Did you guys talk afterwards, you and your friend? Are you still friends with her to this day? And did it ever happen again? Answer all those questions. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we talk, her and I talk like almost every day, but it really opened up. Like I could finally be like, oh my gosh, finally I can tell somebody about my life. Oh yeah. Because now it's not just about her knowing that you did this with her. It's like now you could tell her everything that you do. Now you have a girl that you could like rap to and about the real shit that's going on in your life. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she, yeah. So if I'm going to a party or we're going, when we went on our, our lifestyle vacation or whatever the case may be, like I'll send her photos, I'll send her pictures she she knows everything and she's like how was the party last night and I just tell her everything do you ever have you ever hooked up with her again we have not we should, so we don't live in the same city and I don't I think I saw her one other time since then I was visiting and but yeah no we it, we didn't hook up or anything it would we wouldn't it wouldn't be a thing between her and I yeah yeah I get it huh? so it would be more to him, but I've, I've offered, I've, I, I joke with her all the time and I'm like, Hey, you got to get some dick. You want me to send my husband over? And <laughs> cause so. you'd be down for that. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't care. I mean, you have started to do some solo play, correct? Or like different room kind of sex thing. Yeah. So that's, that's the other thing. So that was kind of the first thing that happened once we kind of set our minds into full gear, yeah. we're going full gear, going back into it. So mm-hmm. That was, that just happened to be totally unexpected, but the first chronological fun thing we had. Yeah. After that, we ended up joining, it's like a membership group, but it's basically just like an, like you get invited to the house parties. Mm -hmm. So you go through kind of a screening process and they accept you into the group and then you can buy tickets and go to these house parties. So that was the next thing we did was we got in this group, we started going to these house parties, meeting couples, having, again, like, this is where like the orgies and all the crazy wild things that have happened in the last year yeah, happened through these parties. So yeah, tell me some, about some of those experiences. So they are, it's hit or miss. Like some nights it's wild and crazy and other nights it's just hanging out, maybe getting naked in the hot tub, maybe playing around kissing casual and and that's it and sometimes it's an eight person orgy yeah so we've gone to maybe i don't know eight eight or so parties in the last year so they're maybe like once every other month or once a month and yeah they're just there's a lot of fun the people are just super cool we've met so many awesome friends we've kind of branched off 
with some friends and then we can kind of get together outside of these, these parties, but they're, they're really well done hosted at these, you know, really nice houses, big rooms, every, all the rooms are set up as playrooms. So everybody kind of gets there, mingles a little bit, has a couple drinks. And then by 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock breaking off and to different rooms and um, doing your thing. How do they vet people? Like when you had to sign up for that, I mean, did you have to send pictures? I mean, what is that process like? Do you remember? So yeah, we had to do like an interview, like yeah. a like a I've heard that, Zoom yeah. interview. Mm-hmm. So crazy. Like we actually, the couple who hosts these, we we met them like ten years ago. We met them when we first started, like when we were first moved to the city. We went to a meet and greet. Yeah. And at the time, they were like hosting these meet and greets. So we met them, but we never really realized that their their business kind of evolved into these house parties. So when we got back into it, we're like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's the same, that's the same couple. So yeah, so we had we had done the interview and I think they're looking for it's not I don't think everyone's gorgeous and by any means. It's a lot of different types types of people mm-hmm. and but everyone's probably within the same age range ish. Mm-hmm. So it's a good mix of people, just yeah, quality, cool. quality think, people. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that, like different places roll in different ways, depending. Um, yeah. But so you did have to, though, do an interview. So now is that where you started to do? Well, first of all, tell me how the orgies were. Like, were, was that super fun? I mean, because you had never done stuff like that before. Yeah, we I didn't know if that was something I would really like, just because yeah. it's a person that I potentially like never talked to. And then all of yeah. a sudden, it's like, <laughs> Yeah, going down on somebody. And I'm like, wait, what's your name? I was like, I don't know if that's my thing. But, but I think with this group so far, it's been the people have just been quality. So it's been fun. So we've had a couple experiences where you just walk into a room and you see somebody, they call you over and like, hey, come here. And you kind of start playing with them. And then they pull another couple over and everyone just kind of starts playing. And next thing there's eight, eight of us kind of all together. And everyone's kind of being passed around, so to speak. And mm-hmm. so one of the more fun ones was a pretty cool group of people and started like making out with the one guy and playing with him a little bit. And then like kind of got pulled a little bit by another guy and he started, we started making out and going down on each other and having sex. And then I just remember my husband was like having sex with the one wife and then we all kind of just took a quick break to watch and then he swaps with the other guy. And so, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. So, so it turned out that you did kind of like it, but, and it was something that you didn't know. And now did you go, I know that you have another um, vacation plan. So it means that you must've went on one already. Did you wind up going to the lifestyle resort? Yeah, we did. We, we booked that went last year. It was so much fun. We just had an absolute blast. Which one did you go to? We went to Desire, uh-huh. Riviera. Uh-huh. It was so much fun. We booked a second one. We're going in in a few months. Now, did you so, hook up with a lot of people while you were there? What kind of action did you get while on that vacation? Yeah, we did. We actually hooked up with a different couple every night. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> I feel like that sounds really bad to say. No, not at all. <laughs> I was hoping for that answer. That's my audience, I'm sure. That's, yeah. Seriously, there was that many hot people or people that you were attracted to. I think that's great. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. the first day, like we had met this group that we just kind of started talking to. And by the end of the night, there was this, this, it, they were kind of younger than us and, mm-hmm. and uh, super hot. So we ended up, you just, hey, let's go back. We're not really like big into playing like in the playrooms at, at that type of an event or a, a, a lifestyle club or anything. So we just go back to our room and so we played with them and it's so new people come every day. So yeah. people leave, people come. So I think they were leaving the next day, I think. And so we kind of in the hanging out in the pool and just kind of met another group of people and started really kind of chatting with them. That is actually when I got body painted. Oh, so, so you got to check that off your list too. Yeah. What yeah. was that like a theme night that they had there or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a seventies theme. And I was like, there's no hot seventies outfit. So they have a body painter that you can book directly. It's not with the resort, but they come to the resort and they'll do it right in your room. Oh, wow. 
So she ended up one of the girls that from the couples that we met, she did it with me. So we basically went to our room and lay you down on a towel Mm -hmm. and it takes a long time. I mean, they do a really good job. How did you look? Was it really cool? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, it was pretty cool. So yeah. So her and I both got body painted and then we went out, went to the club and so it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. I was glad I got to check up. Is that woman uh, a part of the couple that you wound up taking back that night? Yep. Oh, interesting. Yeah. With body so paint the first on? Thing, <laughs> yeah. So the first thing we had to do was all we had to all take a shower. Yeah, I can imagine. Because we had to get all that body paint off of us. Yeah, it would be on everybody. So you hooked up. So how many days were you there? I'm trying to count how many couples you fucked. <laughs> so we were there, I think, four nights. Okay. So in a different couple every night. Yeah. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We're going to go five nights this time, this next go around. So we were like, we could have had one more night. Well, you guys are making up for lost time. I mean, once you (laughs) decided to really focus on it, you're doing, you're really, it sounds like you're checking everything off the box. I know you did have some solo play. Yeah, we did. That ended up being a, a lifestyle gone wrong. Story. Yeah, I love those stories. Let's <laughs> let's tell that one. I mean, because listen, this is real life and nothing is perfect. A lot of yeah. these stories sound super hot, but what happened in that situation? So we ended up meeting a couple. We just, it was one of those like date nights on the, through the website. We met a couple. They happened to be uh, in from out of town. So they didn't live in the city where we live. Mm-hmm. And so we meet up with them and we have always had on our on our profile that we do not play. We generally don't play on the first night. I don't know why we have that on there. We don't have that on there anymore. It's right. something that we probably had on from years ago and just never Took changed. But yeah. so we meet this couple and then we find out later that they're like, well, we didn't suggest anything because you guys had that on your profile. But we're like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, but oops, whatever, no big yeah. deal. Because we really, really liked them. We had a good chemistry. We were like, they were attractive. And so we thought, well, that sucks because they don't live here, but they travel here quite a bit. So we'll 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 think we'll figure out another time. Mm-hmm. So we ended up talking with them, giving each other cell, cell phone numbers and, and having the group chats. And we ended up coordinating a time where we would meet them in a different city, like kind of in the middle. So we would they have a house in a, in another city and we'd go meet with them. And so we did. So we like literally got on an airplane and flew really quick one night overnight and met met up with them. We played, it was the first time we ever did separate rooms, Mm -hmm. which we ended up deciding we liked that we're, we were okay with that. I like both. Like I like a little bit of separate, but then come back together. Yeah. Cause I like the, I like everybody together. I think that's my favorite. Mm Mm-hmm. So we do that. We ended up kind of becoming really good friends and we booked a time where they were going to come back to our house and stay the weekend. And that was a lot of fun. And then we, we were actually going to Key West and just said, Hey, you guys want to come along? And they're kind of like spontaneous and they're like, yeah, sure. So they ended up coming and we went to Key West together all all good all good kind of was a little bit there was a, there was something underlying though that my husband and I were both like eh what do you mean something's not something's not right like the the wife seemed to really really like my husband which okay was okay but it was it was getting a little bit too much for him he was like she's texting me all the time he's busy with work he's I just I don't he's not a big texter like anyway so he's I just feel bad if I don't respond and then when I respond it's just constant and so it just kind of felt like it was getting a little bit much yeah we should have just pulled the plug then we should have just kind of said hey we like you guys but it's just a little too much and it was a lot for me too because she did the same thing with me texting me like every morning like every morning good like good morning (laughs) hope you have a great day and I'm like my God, I, yeah, I don't have time for this. You know, no. Yeah. So, um, we didn't, and in hindsight we should have, but we ended up at that time also talking about solo play and would we be okay with that? And we both kind of said we would, if it was a couple that we kind of knew and trusted. And so, 
Oh, so this is more than solo play what you did in the beginning with them. Solo play the first time was just like in another room, but you're in the same location. Is this kind of solo play that you're talking about now going to be like just not even in the same place as the other person? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my husband says, hey, what if he was traveling for work? So he's like, what if I met her? Like, because we had now again known them for like several months. Yeah. He fucked her already. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I know she's married. Like she's not yeah. like her husband, whatever. I don't, I don't care. That wasn't. So I said, yeah, I mean, I'd be okay with that. So as the time got, so they booked, they scheduled this time. So as it got closer, she was going to have to drive two hours mm-hmm. to where he was. So as the time got closer, I was like, okay, but man, she's going to drive two hours for an hour. Right. <laughs> Get fucked and then drive two more, uh, two hours. Like, I wouldn't do that, but okay. I mean, I, I, again, should have said something, but I didn't. Yeah. I think he was feeling the same thing of, okay, how's this all going to work logistically? Like now that it's planned. So the day comes, she drives, she gets there. They do their thing. No big deal. But her husband's texting me and he's like, Hey, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. No big deal. So I'm thinking like my husband's going to call me in an hour or two, whatever, at the same time, I'm like, it's rude to kick her out. She right. just drove two hours. That's really rude. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of going back and forth in my head of like, what do I want here? But it's not fair to her. Well, so I texted him. I said, hey, how's it going? And he's like, oh, it's fine. We're, we just ran to the grocery store to grab some like stuff to make for dinner. And I'm like, okay. So then now I'm like, hmm, okay. So, but in the meantime, her husband's like texting me like, kind of leading questions and then starts to tell me that he actually ended up having a solo a solo date which she freaked out over and she actually called him while he was like take had taken this woman to dinner and was like you need to come home now i'm not okay with this so he's telling me this and i'm like whoa like i thought they were this was like something they do that they, they had told us like yeah they they do this this is cool with them so i'm like Okay, no big deal, whatever. So finally she leaves. My husband calls me and I'm like, so how'd it go? Whatever. And he's, eh. He's, and then, so he's telling me all about it. And he said to me, yeah, she said something that made me really uncomfortable. And I'm like, what? He said, she said, well, I, I like you more than I should. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay. So he's like, yeah, I just, I mean, because I feel bad. I just really wanted her to leave. I really wanted that hot sex experience, but then I, I really wanted her to leave. And I'm like, I know, but what are you going to do? She was, she drove two hours and it was just a bad experience. We should have never done it. Yeah. And unfortunately it, it, it ruined our friendship because I tried, I needed to think through the situation and I needed to process everything. Yeah. And she was just constant, you know, Hey, are you, what are you mad? Or is everything okay? Pressing. And I'm like, I just need, I just needed some time. I just need to think through, I'm not mad at her. She didn't do anything wrong, mm-hmm. but I just needed to process the situation. And, and she just kept pushing and pushing. And then finally they had actually wanted to come to one of the parties that were, were, that we belong to. And so it was right at the exact same time where like they had their, zoom meeting scheduled Mm -hmm. to get accepted into this group and so she's well can we still come to this party and I was like I'm not even thinking about that that's the last thing on my mind can I just get through my head right now this drama because it's like drama at this point yeah and so they went through with the interview got accepted into the group and basically bought tickets to the party that was going to be in a week And so her text to me was just like, well, we're going to the party. You could do whatever you want, but we'll be there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. We didn't want this to happen. We love you guys, but we're going to party. Yeah. So I was like, fine. That's when I was just like, all right, I'm done. Did you guys go to the party? Yeah. So they, they went to the party. It was super awkward. Mm -hmm. We were there. (laughs) We kind of did our own thing. We were with our friends. They were there and we just tried to stay on opposite sides of the house and it was it was it now did she ever tell her husband that she was into your husband do you think it was like a revenge thing that she was doing because of what happened with her guy 
she kind of denied because I told her like what made him uncomfortable and she was like oh I didn't mean it like that so I don't know whether or not she and I had thought about texting or calling her husband but I'm like you know what that's not my place right so I'm not, it's I'm not going to get in the middle of it and cause issues it's up to her so I, I did tell her that and she's like oh that's not what I meant and but I'm what like what did you she know, say that she meant <laughs> I don't, I don't know. She's like, I, I think I like fucking you a lot. Like, I, right. no, I, I'm not into you like that. It's just fucking you. Like complimenting him, kind of. Yeah. But you had feelings anyway before she said that, right? That things were like, she was like crossing boundaries or lines. Like when you get an uneasy feeling uh, from somebody about what they're doing, like you just have to trust that you were feeling uneasy for a reason, right? Like she wasn't, uh, she wasn't doing things the way you're supposed to do things or else you guys would have felt comfortable. You guys are professionals. You've done this a yeah, million you, times. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just got to go with your gut. Yeah, and you do. All that texting I, and that weird shit and stuff like those were all, like you said, warning signs. You knew something was going on weird and I, she was probably lying about how she felt. She was doing something sneaky. Yeah. So we haven't seen them since. I mean, I've thought about reaching out and just being like, hey, because I, 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 I don't, I'm not mad at her. Like, yeah. It, it is what it is. I mean, for her to come there, it was, it was a mutual idea. Everybody agreed to it. It's, it that's not her fault. I think we would have ended up in the same place regardless of the solo play. Right. Eventually. But, yeah. But yeah, I think in the future, I mean, we were, we both be open to solo play with again, a couple that maybe we, we felt comfortable with. We both knew we might be in, open for that in the future, but I think it'd have to be local to where, right there's not this feeling of this person has to stay and make dinner together. And yeah, there's all this other kinds of responsibilities that you're not looking for. Like you said, your husband yeah. wasn't, isn't a douchebag. He's not like, Oh, I hit it and quit it asshole. But he didn't want to have to deal with that other stuff. And in that world, that's not what it's about. He feels bad, right? This girl came all the way there to fuck him. But in this lifestyle, I mean, that's what it's about. There's no sleeping over or hanging out, watching a movie. And now he has to feel weird about it because there's all this other weird shit going down. It's not cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's like, it's, listen, it's not like the problem was you couldn't handle it or your husband couldn't. It really was an issue with the couple. It wasn't an issue with solo play or separate solo play. What other stuff is on your list is there anything on your list that you haven't tried yet that you're into i mean it sounds like you guys are fully invested now you've kind of been there done that is there anything left on that fuck it list that you haven't done yet that you're you're setting out to do no in fact i actually <laughs> i actually said we have to we have to pull the list back up and we have to like off the things we've done and we've got to add to it or figure out what else we want to do because we, we yeah we haven't i mean we, the good thing is, is we've got, a, now we've got like a network of people. So we have met like this single girl that we both really like. And we had her over a couple, couple weeks ago and went in the hot tub and played with her and she's super fun. And we have like, I'm going to a, a girl's night tonight. That's all like ladies in the lifestyle type of thing. And so just kind of branching out, making more friends. So you can have different experiences and yeah, who knows what's in your future? I mean, because you guys are yeah. so open. Listen, you went in with no rules. You've never had to have any moving forward. I mean, it's it seems pretty easy since the get-go, which I think is great. Would you say, because, I mean, listen, you had vanilla relationships before him, but you guys have never been monogamous with each other. You always had an open relationship since the get-go. Do you think that's why you've been married for so long and successful? Because plenty of vanilla people divorce after before 15 years. You guys have made it a long time. Do you think it's partly because you are so open with each other? I do. I actually think that, and it has nothing to do with the sex, but I think yeah. the, because it's, it's helped us be better communicators. Totally. I just said this on an episode we talked all about, I think the episode with Erica, the girl talk, that the over-communication that takes place in a successful open relationship and a lot of the lifestyle couples are there that are professional they're successful at it and they are because they're over communicating all the time about everything but then it's all about communication yeah yeah i think that's helped us for sure and just talk about other things and things right. just like general life things it's just made it easier to communicate and 
Right, so. because there's like nothing off the table. There's nothing secret. I mean, you guys are, when I think, like you said, it's not just about the sex and that bleeds into everything else. Because I think when you could be really open and honest about all of that, then it's really easy to be open and honest about everything. Yeah. And you just like full transparency. Yeah. Yeah, crazy that all these people in your life, mostly all of them except his hairdresser and your friend, <laughs> have no idea what your guys' key to success is <laughs> no, in your marriage. No. <laughs> no, and I, we actually, I have a group of friends that I've known for a while. I actually met them when I first had my daughter and we all have kids about the same age. And yeah. So I did a girls weekend with them this past year and, and they're crazy. Like they got, everybody got naked and there was just some girls being girls kind of stuff. And the one of the girls actually had talked about in, her interest with her husband. And so I've, I planted a few seeds of, Hey, I can help you out. I, I, I can, if you, if you have questions. And so we actually ended up, she was over a few months ago and was like, yeah, he keeps bringing this up. And I'm like, listen, let me let, like get involved in this group, go to this website, do this. And then they went to their first party on wow. New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So I guess technically now two, two people in my vanilla life know, cause this was kind of out of the blue yeah. kind of came up, but so yeah, her and her husband went to the party and they had super so much fun and like they're getting ready they're bought bought tickets to the next party next month and so they're they're kind of hooked yeah what a great resource you can be for her because you're been doing this for so long so you could really help people someone else navigate newbies especially so listen amber thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story i i love it my audience is gonna love it do you have any pics like anonymous pics you could send me for my patreon yeah, I'll, I'll find a couple. Yeah, I send in some hot pics of you for my Patreon. And then when your episode airs, it'll be up very soon. I told you ooh, females bump everybody else. It'll probably be next Monday. I will give you access to my Discord and you could go in there and chat with all my people. There's over 2,000. I think maybe there's even 2,500 people on there now. So I'll give you guys free access to that once your episode goes up. Awesome. Great. Yeah, thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story. It's super interesting, especially like you said, your origin story. I love how it started. It's a little <laughs> bit different than most couples since you were open from the get-go. It's, but I love that. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Amber. Bye. Okay. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests, as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.